0: It's March Mania at Sports Interaction. Wow. NHL, NBA, March Madness, MLB, so much more. It's bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. That was good spelling. Thank you. Play Pinata Picks and Minute Madness exclusive games with insane odds. You can't play anywhere else. Make your next bet at Sports Interaction. Download the app in Ontario. Use the QR code at the bottom of the screen. Or head to sportsinteraction.com slash STPN to get started. It's 19+. Please play responsibly. Nailing the Apex with your host, Tim Rainey. Brand new show on STPN. This is episode five of the Drive to Survive reaction series, and you know Jesse and I are going to join Tim from time to time. But Tim's going to have episodes on his own, episodes with people in the paddock, other F1 journalists. This is going to be a great, great show. And there's a show Thursday before the Thursday, Friday before the uh, the the race and the qualifying. Afterwards on Sunday, Monday, and then of course you're going to do a midweek show as well. So lots of Formula so content. much F1 <laughs> all the content
1: and IndyCar yes and IndyCar too.
0: One day. Who's your favorite? There, there will be one? a willpower in there. Yeah. <laughs> it, there better be. I want. It, I want there to be a new garden one too. I, I, I'm fascinated I'll with see
2: him. If, I'll see if we can get Joe new. I, I uh, yeah. Jo- Joseph's great. Um, I remember. I've known Joseph for a long time. Yeah. He, yeah, and he's like one of those drivers who. You're like, how did you get into to racing because you don't come from any money? Like he's mm. like
0: those stories are the best ones.
2: His story is absolutely incredible. Like even for the part where he like breaks his his wrist um in I believe it was a Texas, he had a crash at Texas. Mm-hmm. And this is when he was with ECR, breaks broke his wrist and was just like, I have to keep driving or else I'm gonna lose my seat. And that will be the end of like my career type type mentality, and yeah, he had to, and he went. And he oh my god! Okay, yeah, now that's a story you gotta tell. He's that's incredible. crazy. His he he's a yeah, he's at Team Penske now, like kicking butt. But yeah. like he's 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 one of the like if we're talking about like Americans in Formula One. Like Logan Sargent deserves to be there. Joseph Newgarden deserves to be in Formula One too. Right. He's, There's a couple McLaren great. guys he's too so that, good.
0: that you'd think, uh, eh, why haven't they given them a shot yet? But
2: Colton heard it. It's kind of off topic. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We'll get into that it some be of the whole voice. episode in and of itself. People who are not
0: in Formula One who should be. That would be a yeah, great episode. That is a great episode. <laughs> okay. We'll do it. We'll do it. Um, okay, so I love this one yeah. because it starts with Otmar. We finally get Otmar. Uh uh, it's Otmar Safnauer, right? I spelled yeah. that, or I say that yeah. right? Okay, all right, do you guys now, do a lot of ironing? Yeah, he's like, I like ironing, it's and pain. I, I like that. mowing the lawn. Yeah, like that, I'm like, that is awesome. Two things yeah, right. that it's take awesome. time and patience. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. He's amazing. Now, he yeah. talks about his time with Aston Martin. He's like, you might remember me from this. And really, he was sort of a backseat driver to the Lawrence Stroll episodes of Drive to Survive before. And you know, how can he not be? Lawrence Stroll is a is a force. Um, But what he said, and I thought this was interesting, is that he didn't like the pressure culture that Lawrence brought with him to the Force India Racing Point Aston Martin, you know, uh, uh, team as it was over those those three, four years. And you can kind of see where Otmar wouldn't like that. Quiet, perfectionist, where Lawrence is loud and brash and bullish. But it's interesting, as soon as he resigned, he's got a job with arguably a better team.
2: I think one of the things for Otmar at that point was when they it may have been when they brought in Martin Whitmarsh and he ended up basically superseding him in decision making and at the top of the food chain, and then Otmar kinda of got bumped down a bit. And the way I the way I look at uh Force India, Racing Point, Aston and Martin, um, and the way I've like followed them around, uh, I would say looking at when he was there with Force India having to tell the team like hey we don't have a lot of money uh, we may be bankrupt next week and you may all lose your jobs and then trying to keep a team together through all Performing. of that and perform and this is before Lawrence came in and, and scooped the team up and really saved them um, you know those are some hard times like that's that's a for Abmar for to go through that and to have to be the face of it and try to keep everybody together. I mean, imagine the stress that you're going through because you literally have like 400 people, like their jobs are in your hand and you've got to try and find a way of keeping this team going because you don't have any money to kind of keep the operation. Yeah, and they bring
0: the British British government officials in and they're like, you'll get paid this week.
2: Yeah, but- We're not sure about after. And that was such a- key part of that episode and i think it was season season two i believe it was yeah i think it was season two where you see that and actually feel that and it's like wow like oh my god this guy had to deal with a lot and lawrence comes in picks up the team uh you know makes sure everyone still has their jobs is getting paid Uh, He has invested a lot of money. He saved a lot of people's jobs. Um, He's added more jobs to this.
0: Created a factory. Created
2: a new factory coming online. Like Lawrence has done a lot at this And and
0: doubled the workforce, has he not?
2: Yeah, like they're up towards 600 employees almost now, if not more. Like they were at around 400 when Lawrence came in and, and bought them up. Like to add 200 and something, 200 plus probably, more employees to your staff is huge. Uh, but that being said, you know, Otmar was with this team through thick and thin. And I don't know, and this is, uh, I don't know if this is true or not. This is for me looking from the outside, looking in. I don't know if he took maybe this hiring of Martin Wish- Whit- Whitmarsh coming in as as like, hey, maybe I should be getting that job. I don't know how he perceived that. I just think that...
0: And Martin Wishmart- Whitmarsh does what?
2: He's, uh, hi- I don't know what his full title is at at Aston Martin right now, but he's like pretty high up there now. Mm-hmm. Like he's in the executive branch. Like he's he's way up there. So I don't know how Otmar saw that. If it were me, I, I don't know. I would want to be promoted, <clears throat> right? Like mm-hmm. I had been with the team for so long. I'd done whatever. That's what I would probably want. I I I would probably want that, especially at Otmar's age. Maybe I don't know if he likes traveling uh, as much as as they do it now. Seems like, like he likes I, walking I his dog.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, like go for croissant <laughs> and Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. But that brings
2: up a whole other subject of like you know Formula 1 and how much they travel and oh, like, yeah. would, would you want would you want that would you want at that age to travel yeah. that, it's a very that specific much? lifestyle it, it is yeah. it, you're it, a traveling is. road show it, yeah. yeah exactly and so I think I, I, I'm I happy for, for Atmari got this chance at, at Alpine and it's great that we got to see an episode uh, or chew on him because I I my interactions with him have always been great and they haven't been otherwise and he's always made time for me and yeah he's great personality too i think. see
0: he is he's very yeah. specific and yeah. so cyril uh, Ab- Abitabud, uh who was, yeah. yeah who was the guy who hired daniel ricardo and yeah. nico halkenberg and whatever uh he replaced cyril and i guess the, the 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 boss from alpine that they actually uh interview on this episode of uh dts says there was some things in the team that we weren't happy with with the culture and Otmar has come in and calmed those things down and brought people together. Can you talk about what that might have been?
2: Couldn't tell you from like behind the scenes. I mean, obviously he's talking internal departments and things of that nature. He's not really talking about drivers or anything like Mm -hmm. that because when Fernando came on the scenes, he was actually, Fernando was like, hey, I'm getting another shot at Formula One. I'm coming back. This is great. Um, He was a team player yeah i don't think it had anything to do with drivers or anything of that nature probably sounds like something that was going on behind the scenes personality conflicts yeah maybe at like the different department heads maybe i'm not i'm not too sure i just uh i just know that you know Omar is really good with people and so a big part of team principle too is is knowing who's going to work where and who's going to work well Mm -hmm. with with who so it's a lot that the, a lot that, the, that that job, you know, you got you to gotta do, right? so yeah.
1: And you sense that. You sense how good he is with people and, like, yeah. relationships throughout this episode. It pops yeah, out on screen. Oh, yeah. Really and point. it's not something you notice in a lot of people. Like, no. it's, it was something that you can tell. Like, he has Back. this quality about him yep. and his managerial uh, skills. You know, he can take care of, of relationships within, within the team.
2: Yeah, and these teams work so hard, right? I know, like... I just don't think like a lot of maybe a lot of the fans maybe don't understand like just how difficult the sport is behind the scenes as well. Like and the
1: amount of people. And the
2: amount of people and then how many hours they dump into working on these cars. And it's kind of like when I hear people just slam a team, it's hmm. like, hold on a second. Like you have no clue what you know a team is dealing with behind the scenes or how much work they have to do or the human element of it, right? Like, because I think that for me, that's important, right? Mm-hmm. Is the human element of mm-hmm. all of it and the team itself and how much passion um, these employees have for the teams is is huge, right? Oh, and yeah. I think for a guy like Otmar, I think, you know, he's a great team principal. I, I really do. And, and you've seen it happen with this season. Like I'd mentioned on our preview pod where, you know, they nailed upgrades. There's yep. a reason why they're nailing upgrades.
0: Guy kind of like him. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting with Otmar is, um, you know, w- when the, when you join this team, you, first off, you see Otmar at his house, you know, ironing his shirts, talking about cutting the lawn. And then it, it's such a juxtaposition because it takes him who seems like a, you know, he seems like your dad or your uncle who, you know, <laughs> who has like a cottage yeah, by the lake. Mm-hmm. And then it puts him in the most Hollywood spectacle, which is the unveiling of the Alpine livery. It's their first... Year is Alpine, they got the BWT, which I believe is an Otmar sponsorship as well. The Energy Drink, BWT.
2: Well, yeah, because they were with uh, Force India, they were with Racing Point, and then they were with Aston Martin for a season because they were like green left, and pink so which is you, a bizarre yeah look. you would have to think that you know bwt has something to do with what Omar yeah. does
0: and then and then, so they they unveil this car which i thought looked like a bubblegum pack uh when it first came out like it just that, <laughs> i think it's unique it is unique. I love it's really it, unique I on the lineup yeah, yeah, i don't, yeah. I don't think, i'm not saying it's a bad thing i like it <laughs> there's a lot of black on the grid. right lot
1: of black. It's, de- so, it's definitely unique and i commend them for that
0: what I love about Otmar, you yeah. take him out of that with his dog where he's cleaning up dog poop on a walk and then he's like, see, here's the tricky bit with Fernando Alonso. It's getting him to play, <laughs> oh. to, to be a team player. Yeah. And then the camera goes directly to Fernando Alonso and he's like, well, some people are heroes and some people are anti-heroes. So yeah. I'm the anti-hero. <laughs> and he owns it. He owns it. That's, he knows who he is. He's one of the best quotes in Formula One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fernando Alonso's like, I. Oh, am yeah. the, he'll tell you he's the greatest. Oh, yeah. It's great. I love it. Well, how can you not love that
2: like if you're a journalist or just anybody yeah. how could you not love like mm-hmm. someone giving you a great low line or a great quote and you're like yep this is gonna work
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it makes your job easier yeah, it's awesome yeah. right
2: but it's um, so much entertainment too I mean, and i think like for your athletes you want them to have personality exactly. you want them to tell you what they're thinking right that's what we all crave when oh, we're yeah. with mm-hmm. sports right i mean sometimes we don't actually get everything that we want from our athlete like we look at the athlete we're listening to them like don't give me the PR speak I want to know how you're give, give it to me real give it to me yeah. straight
0: yeah. Uh, that's what's so great about Formula One press conferences too is they're very honest <laughs> yes. they're very honest yes they are what one thing that you do see is a foreshadowing event between Otmar and Fernando at that where he says you know don't worry I'm going to help and Fernando goes good we need it yeah <laughs> and it has to do you think with reliability uh, it seems like Fernando and Esteban Alcon have a, a pretty good back and forth. He's, you know, Esteban's making fun of Fernando's wrinkles and stuff like that. But what? And I've asked you this on the other show, but what is Fernando like to work with on a daily basis? And what were his main gripes with Alpine last year? They finished fourth. A lot of people were like, "Why would you leave that?"
2: Reliability. That that that. Uh, there were. <clears throat> we had mentioned in the preview pod, you know, we were we were talking about um, Fernando, like you had just said there, and. Uh, I always bring this up, you know, Australia is a great um, point in the apex of Alonso's career at Alpine, where, you know, he's potentially going to qualify in the front row for an Alpine that is mm-hmm. huge,
0: <laughs> huge,
2: and I think we're only at that point, like, maybe a, three races three, races, three, maybe four races in, and you're like, whoa, where did this Alpine come from? This is whoa, incredible, Alonso, and then, and he pulls yeah. off the track, and he, qualifies at the back, so not at the back, but I think he would qualify in the top 10 somewhere. I had him
0: on my grid rival that, that weekend because he was, I was like blown away with his lap times oh, and I was so screen. upset. Oh
2: yeah, you have to be here. Lost <laughs> so a lot point. of t- points. But, but, but like that's the thing, right? That's where it's kind of like, I'm giving this thing everything I got at 40 years old at that point. What are you guys giving me? Like we need reliability, we need this. We can be further as him being demanding, aggressive. We need perfection, we need this. And that's what Alonso brings to a team. And that's important to have as a driver. You need to be demanding and you need to be pushing if you want to do well in Formula
0: One. Yeah. There, there's a third driver that they introduce in this episode. And this plays into a huge I part. I wonder why. Yeah, weird. Well, I thought it was interesting that when they unveiled delivery, they, they, usually it's just the two drivers that are driving. But Alpine made a definitive choice last year to say, we have Fernando, we have Esteban, and we have... Oscar Piastri. What's the number that they gave that they how much they invested in him? Four million dollars prepar- preparing for Formula One.
1: <sighs> for a driver who's just a
0: reserve. Not even a driver who's not, gonna t- not be a, on the racetrack at all. Never raced in a Formula One race. Crazy. They put four million dollars into yeah. one guy.
1: And then Veto retires and everything gets blown out right. the window.
0: <laughs> right. And actually, you know what I you know what's fascinating is they have that that there's a there's a scene where Piastri running with his agent, and his agent's Mark Weber. Yeah. And Mark Weber, who is, you know, formerly the second best driver at Red Bull. And um, Mark Weber, I know from his book, Jesse, and this is what's so crazy about Mark Weber. He's one of those guys that's like, he's got like an iron soul. Okay. And, and so his whole thing is you get exactly what you deserve. No more, no less. That's his big quote. And Mark Weber's his agent. And that's where you can see where he's ice cold. He knows how the sport works. Right. So, so then they they flash a little bit of Daniel not working out well with McLaren, mm-hmm. but then they bring it back to Alpine. That,
1: that conversation
0: that they have
1: about Daniel in that boardroom on camera, I was shocked. Uh, yeah. Where they're so just open and say, Daniel, you know, is not working. We need yeah. to look other directions. I yeah. was shocked that we yeah. got that behind the scenes book. Yeah. And I think that lends yeah. to more of season five and that yeah. we're getting more of these very real conversations yeah, about point. people's livelihood. Daniel, Daniel Carter, $10 million driver. You know? Twenty
0: million dollar driver.
1: Twenty million dollars, and yeah. there's the guy saying, "We don't. He's not
0: working. Let's yeah. get rid
1: of him. Yeah. Yeah. They paid him eighteen
0: million to go away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, so then, so then they go back, and and this is where because Vettel retires or, or announces he's retiring right before silly season, right before the summer break, and. You know you have this conversation again this access where fernando and otmar are having a conversation on the balcony
1: yeah up there and the camera's looking up but they're
0: still wearing the mics that's right <laughs> and and otmar's like okay i'm a man of my word friday friday <laughs> man of my word and then it kind of flashes forward to uh and they also have the birthday party oh, <laughs> which <yeah>. is awkward <laughs> and then otmar also makes reference to the fact that he knows that a meeting's happened between aston Martin and Fernando Alonso, and then the announcement comes. And so one of the things that Otmar says is, I, I think there should have been more, or I wish there had been more loyalty in Fernando's part. Yep. What were your thoughts on that? Um, I
2: that I fair comment? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, I feel that they may have been dragging that contract negotiation out just a little bit too much. It probably hmm. shouldn't have been dragged out as much as it was. Alpine was. Yeah. Wow. Because I think what ended up happening is uh Fernando wanted more than a one-year deal. <laughs> and I think there was a bit of you know push and pull with that. It was it was like, okay, we're only going to give you a one year deal and this amount of money. And I think Fernando wanted a, a multi-year deal with more money and back and forth back and forth back and forth because i think their goal and objective alpines was is to have fernando back for another season then put oscar in the seat for 2024 and mm-hmm. i think that was mm-hmm. Otmar's.
1: and think he doesn't want to be a sitting duck you know one year contract i know you're bringing in a new young guy
2: yeah and it's kind of like where am i where am i going to go because i still feel like i have yeah. you know a lot of juice you know left in me and uh, we'll find out this season uh, if he does. I mean, I looking pretty good, but regardless of all that I, in, I was on uh sports center, uh, that day and, and I caught a lot of hell for this online. I said, you know, great replacement for Sebastian Vettel is, and it's like Fernando Alonso, and it was like, there's yeah. a reason why I said Fernando Alonso mm-hmm. during <laughs> sports center yet. Yeah. All right. So sure enough, a few days later. Fernando Alonso signs with Aston Martin. And essentially, I think it's super simple. I think it's just Lawrence calling up Fernando Mm -hmm. being like, what do you want? What do you need? And they kind of touch on
0: it in DTS.
1: It, he says he got more money over there. Yeah. More like money and it. more
0: term. Yeah, yeah, more term. And 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 so like Gave I everything mean, you wanted. If you're yeah, a human being. And, and simple. that's why I asked if it was a fair comment. Because if you're a human being and you got a company that comes in and that goes, not only will we give you a raise, <laughs> but we're going to give you more years. Who says no to that? Right. Nobody. And we a team on the rise, that. too. It's not like they were some team yeah. that's like no, no, they're a team they are like, we're investing, we're yeah, doubling in size, we're yeah. making a factory, we need your How expertise. How do you blame Alonso?
1: You can't. At all.
0: <laughs> so that's what that I thought, no of all the things yeah. Otmar, ha- I've ever heard Otmar say, I thought that was one of the most unfair comments. Mm. And he's pretty fair. Yeah,
1: I think he was a little hurt yeah. in the moment. Sure. You know, they film those when those are happening. I think he's a little hurt by yeah. the driver. But and I think with
0: hindsight, he probably understand a little bit more. A guy's taking more money, more years. Yeah. Right. So then... We flash into Zach Brown, the guy that gets us excited. Most excited is Oscar Piastri. And there may be an opening there. And so this episode really is a setup for what comes next. And we'll cover that in episode six. But there was, uh, you know, Piastri basically, they, they talk about it in this episode and they don't get into the fallout. Mm-hmm. Piastri goes to McLaren. And, and, it, and, and here's the thing, Ottmar gets up in front of the entire factory at Alpine and goes, Fernando's leaving. Oscar's taken over, and then the Alpine account tweets it. And Oscar Piastri yeah. says, "And I remember this day, man. Yeah. I remember yeah. the day you <laughs> exactly covered the story it. so closely. Yeah. Oh. You
1: had some of that breaking news." And Oscar yeah. says,
0: "No, I'm not." Yeah. What's your reaction when you're in that moment? You're covering F1. You're right there. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, what? So no. nobody saw this.
2: It was weird because it was. It was also happening at a weird time where McLaren was going after Alex Pillow in uh, IndyCar at Chip Ganassi. And then Chip Ganassi being like, we're gonna have Alex Palou back at our team. And Alex was like, I never agreed to any of that. And wow. blah, blah. it was sort of a similar thing happening over in IndyCar. And then it, it happens over in F1. Like I think it, it might've been like maybe a week, two weeks later, it was so eerie. And that's why I love how the tweets they put the tweets up oh, in that man. in that episode. You see, like Roman Grosjean likes to cut the popcorn. Yeah, yeah. You see the indie car drivers getting involved too because they're all just like, oh yeah, we Let's just go. went through Let's that. Go. Let's yeah. go. And I was just like, I can't believe I am witnessing this. That mm-hmm. was my thought. So
0: the reason I thought Mark Weber plays a lot, a big part of this is because Mark Weber is ice cold and has always been. Um, how much of a how much of a, a, a mark did he make on this and did they handle it the right way I, because if you look at it from the outside yeah. piastri was not if they if if alpine had, had their plan piastri was not going to get a seat this year
2: i don't have any like insider information too much on on that end what i can tell you is is that i know mark was was stoking a bit of the media behind the scenes early in the season with you know telling a few reporters that you know Nikki was going to be replaced by Oscar mid season at and Williams deal, yeah, and this deal hmm. is getting done. And like I'm really close with that situation, and I'm like, this, this that's not happening no. whatsoever. Like I know <laughs> I know exactly what's going on. That's that's definitely not happening. And so like I kind of saw from an outsider's perspective on that end. I'm not too sure what, what Mark may or may not have been doing on the other end of but things. But there
0: was a, There was something with Alpine where they thought that they had a contract with this guy. And for some reason, and I wonder if it's you're switching out the team head, so the new team head, Otmar, doesn't know the particulars of that contract because, you know, frankly, why would he? You there leave was that a to lot legal? in it too, yeah. There must there have been a some, in that contract. What was the loophole? Do you know anything about that? The
2: had something to do with timing, and like when they decided that they were going to like announce things and Oscar may have already made a decision on something else because he had gotten word that Fernando was probably coming back. And I have a feeling that happened weeks prior um, to what transpired on. I believe it was August. It was like August 2nd or August mm-hmm. 1st. It was something like that, if I remember correctly. Um because I was like going to go on vacation
0: a bit and be like, ah,
2: yeah, put my feet up and uh, relax a bit. That's and all right. of a sudden, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's not. Right, get here we too go. Much we in, got another uh, week of this. Episode no. six. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> I did do some research. Uh, at the time, this is how nerdy I got about this situation because there was no racing on, um, and there was no hockey on too. Um, the head of Alpine Legal mm. has been replaced mm. since this situation. Ooh. so that's I did not. Know that, that tells you that there's. There, there, there was some, there was a mistake. We'll get into the fallout next episode. The most important part of episode five. Okay.
1: Checo finding out Vettel retired in fr- on camera. Oh, that's great. By them being yeah. like, "Hey, Vettel you... got Instagram. He's like, what? He got Instagram and then he looks at his, his face and he's completely shocked by the fact that one, he has Instagram, <laughs> two, he retired. <laughs> great awesome. moment, great uh, capture of the camera, getting that's that good. live on camera.
0: And we'll have more of these episodes coming out (laughs) daily. Your Drive to Survive reaction episode with new member of SDPN, Tim Haraney, on Nailing the Apex.